0: Hail Dictinus! Grant us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. Let us cherish and love old age, for it is full of pleasure if one knows how to use it. Welcome to Pagan Elders, the 238th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of ancient Roman philosopher Seneca the Younger. Our opening and closing music is credited as Frost Waltz Alternate by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. You may call me Ode.
1: Merry meet. My name is Gwyn, Ode's mother.
0: Elders. Elders. It's a good, good bookend to our
1: previous episode on Childers. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yes, on Childers. So housekeeping, first of all. Oh, yes. Well, housekeeping. We had a wonderful weekend this yes. past weekend, which was uh, August 22nd. Second. Mm-hmm. We were able to go to Justin and the beautiful Aaron's wedding, mm-hmm. which I officiated the hand fasting. Yes. Yes. And it was it was a really beautiful time. We had a Even though you forgot how to do the knot. I forgot how well no. Well (laughs) yeah. I didn't actually I didn't forget. What happened was I didn't stop Mm -hmm. to make sure the cords were even. Oh. So the cords were uneven and And so so they they weren't. Yeah. So I knew what I was doing, it just didn't tie properly. I gotcha. That's what happened. I gotcha. But anyway. Um, it was a wonderful ceremony, and Justin looked beautifully handsome mm-hmm. in his suit, and Erin looked like a goddess, literally, yes. because she very had a beautiful, beautiful, like, chiffon-like mm-hmm. dress with this gorgeous train, mm-hmm. and um, it was just, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was a very nice wedding. Very nice wedding. And they
0: had it out in, oh, I forget the name of the place, beautiful little, like, his, wilderness. Yeah, a, a,
1: a historic park. Yeah. And it was in a building that was... uh, Robert Williams Nature Center, says Justin. Robert Williams Nature Center, and I believe it was in the building that had been the house of the, the person who donated the land.
0: Yeah, so they did the...
1: In Davison, Michigan. Yeah.
0: And so they did the um, ceremony on this little enclosed porch so, mm-hmm. and so you could see the trees outside. It was great. It, it was very cool. It
1: really was. And it was a gorgeous
0: day. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Gorgeous, gorgeous day. We did not have rain. Favored by the gods. Favored by the gods. We and got we... rained on going home. Yes, we did. <laughs> Holy shit, did we get rained on going home? Downpour. The heavens uh-huh. opened. Yep. When we were going home, it was about a two and a half hour drive, but mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Except when they they did this bizarre, they, did, some, they did a weird
0: detour, and this was when it started raining really hard. Was when we were in the middle of this very confusing detour that
1: like screwed up the GPS. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. <laughs> oh, Justin said they did finally get rain right, right as, as they, they finished, finished cleaning up. up. Yep. so it was timing. held off <laughs> yep, for perfect the perfect But no, seriously, it was a it was a true honor mm-hmm. to be asked and to be able to officiate at this hand fasting and they had just a a lovely reception afterward Mm -hmm. and it was it was great so thank you justin and aaron for letting us be part of your day yes it was wonderful Mm -hmm. i wanted to shout
0: out even though it would have been maybe more appropriate for last week's episode Mm transyouthequality.org um that's the website for the trans equality trans youth equality foundation which is a 501c3 organization and they've got like Uh, resources for trans youth so like for kids and teenagers who are uh, exploring their trans identity and for parents and for teachers to sort of navigate this process and I think it's really important especially Right now, since a lot of the rhetoric is about protecting the children, mm-hmm. to actually protect our trans yes, children by giving them the
1: resources they need. Exactly. So
0: I want to shout out the Trans Youth Equality Foundation,
1: um, and I encourage everybody to go check them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's it for, for House I think Kingdom. so yeah. For now. Yeah. yeah important things going on in the world. Obviously, pay attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Be, uh, you know, do your due diligence without... But try not to let it get you completely yeah. down don't, or overwhelmed. Don't doom scroll about it. Yeah. Like,
0: find a problem and then focus on how you can solve or address that problem. So we are house kept and... House swept. Hooray. Yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about elders as a bookend to talking about children's. hmm And there are actually, like... This is going to be another sort of chatty episode, I think. But there are a lot of topics to cover on this one. That's true. So uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about was we're hopefully, ideally, all going to become elders someday. hmm Like, unless you die too early, mm-hmm. age and entropy is going to come for all of us.
1: Right. <laughs> But I guess it depends on what the el- the definition of elder is within the pagan community because I've seen some interesting articles. In yeah, there's regard. a
0: lot of there's there's a lot of um,
1: debate. Yes, discussion, discussion, and there's not necessarily always a good connotation with the word elder. And
0: and there's not a consensus
1: on this. Yeah, and right? there's not a consensus.
0: For me, there is a difference between an elder and a teacher.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Like, or an elder and a leader. hmm Like a. Uh, a teacher or a mentor or a leader is someone in my specific tradition from whom i am learning specific things or for mm-hmm. to whom i am going for specific kinds of guidance mm-hmm. whereas an elder is just someone who like has a weight of years and whose opinion i respect because of because they have hopefully acquired some wisdom, but they are not necessarily like my teacher or mentor.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's interesting because everything you just said Mm -hmm. in the article is the opposite of what everybody was saying in this article. It was very interesting. It was in uh, the Wild Hunt uh, called Perspectives, Pagan Elders, and it was from September 12th of 2014. And they talked to four different I don't know if they'd consider themselves big-name pagans, but they were, mm-hmm. you know, people who are writers or leaders. recognized names. Recognize names. Um. So big-name pagans. Well, not necessarily because I didn't recognize them. <laughs> okay. So, But they, a lot of them would say that, you know, someone who is an elder is someone who is a leader in the community, someone who serves the pagan community, not necessarily a big-name pagan or a person old enough for gray or white hair. Someone, you know, another person said someone who's been active in their community or tradition for a significant amount of time. Time, however, does not necessarily equate with service. It also does not equate with ability to teach or leadership skills. That's, I think, where the question mark and the debate comes from who or what, you know, encompasses or creates or uh, who qualifies as an elder. So, see, not.
0: Justin says, so the hosts of Three Pack are elders in the community. And I don't think I am. You might be able to argue that Gwyn is. But I would say she's, like, sort of on the cusp. She's not
1: quite there, like, in terms of just total age. <laughs> no, I, I don't consider myself an elder. Yeah. Um. um and, but, although, uh, one of these people that I'm you know, read about said it is, it is someone who is a recognized and accomplished member of their pagan community, spiritually powerful in their own right with a connection to deity. You know, that's if you're a pagan mm-hmm. uh, and, but they need to have wisdom, integrity and respect and have earned the mantle. Yes. Yeah, so, by know, I, other given to them by other people. I
0: do not, I don't agree with those definitions at all. Um,
1: but it's surprising. Yeah, how, to to me,
0: an elder is like an elderly person. Mm hmm right like it is a pagan person mm-hmm. who has been alive a long time mm-hmm. longer than me certainly mm-hmm. and who has more life experience from from which i can draw mm-hmm. you know advice or wisdom or interesting stories or whatever they're willing to offer me mm-hmm. not necessarily a mentor teacher or leader
1: yeah so it's interesting that there is this
0: cuz a, a mentor
1: a teacher or a leader right, right
0: like that's a mm-hmm. That's a specific set of behaviors. That those are like tasks yeah. that you perform, mm-hmm. and those tasks are not age gated.
1: Right, right. But I, I think the the part of the problem is is that many people in the pagan community are equating the same words to leader.
0: Yeah, so I think we need to elder. be. I think we need to be more
1: specific about what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: too many people are using those terms interchangeably, and they mm-hmm. are
1: not interchangeable. And and it does ca- It causes a lot yeah. of discussion, and it causes a lot of um. What what does this mean? And uh, you know, and not every leader is necessarily worthy of being called an elder if you do it based on on, uh, what some how some people definite you know define, uh, elder. Um, but if, you know, if you have a a person who is, uh, an elder based on their age, Mm -hmm. you know, do they have wisdom? So they have more life experience. They do have more life experience. That's
0: the thing. That's the, this is why I think there has to be, you have to have a distinction between an elder Mm -hmm. and a leader, teacher, or mentor. Mm -hmm. Because an elder guaranteed, whether they have wisdom, teaching experience, Mm -hmm specific expertise or not Mm -hmm. is definitionally guaranteed going to have more life experience. Absolutely. So whether they've garnered wisdom from that life experience or not is going to like that or or like specific skills, that obviously varies from person to person. Mm -hmm. But at minimum, they're going to have more life experience and they're going to have perspectives on further in the past than you do. Mm -hmm. And so that's like a useful perspective to have, I think. But it is not going to necessarily make you wise mm-hmm. or necessarily make you a leader, teacher, or mentor. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, to me, this feels like these are very obvious distinctions. But, and I don't understand why there's this confusion.
1: Yeah, but I'm just, I'm here to represent I know, I'm, the I'm, other side. I'm telling you, I, I, there I, is. I, I
0: recognize <laughs> that there is this confusion. I think it, is, or this, a, I I think it say, is a silly confusion. I wouldn't
1: even say there's this confusion. I'd say there's this discussion because I think... Uh, people are equating the words differently or using them interchangeably in Mm -hmm. a way that's not useful necessarily. Yeah, that is causing confusion. That is causing confusion because of how these terms are being used.
0: Rannon says... I definitely feel the difference between an elder just as a person who's old versus an elder as someone who's just perhaps older, but mainly wiser than you are. Unfortunately, we don't really have a word for that in English.
1: And I think a lot of people in the pagan tradition, based on the the research and reading that I have done in regard to this topic, is like, if you have a council of elders, um, you know, kind of scenario, it would be, For many people, it would be teachers, leaders, people who have been in their community for uh, a long period of time, who have gained respect, Mm -hmm. who are considered to be wise, Mm -hmm. and who people look to for advice or guidance and things like that, who would be mentors. That's Mm -hmm. what a lot of people think when they think of elders or a council of elders Mm -hmm. or a, you know, if there was going to be like at, at uh, one of the festivals that we go to, well, you know, like a convocation mm-hmm. and they were going to have a panel of elders, mm-hmm. they would probably be big name pagans right. or teachers or mentors or people who are, who have been given the title yes, they of would, elder. But they
0: would also mostly be 50 and up. Mm hmm. Justin says have to define age though versus influence. A sergeant at 22 is an old trooper compared to a private at 18. Mm hmm. Interesting, would a 60-year-old call a 70-year-old an elder, but a 30-year-old shouldn't call a 40-year-old? And then says, hmm, Sarenth is younger than Jim, but I'd call them both elders. I don't think that I would call Sarenth and Jim both elders. I think I, hmm, this is interesting. This is, a, this is where um, the, it gets interesting. This is interesting. I think my instinct is that I would call Jim an elder, maybe, but not my elder, but I don't think I would call Sarinth an elder, but I would consider him a a teacher or a mentor for mm-hmm.
1: me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, it all comes down, It a lot of people would argue that it's semantics. But I think, um, you know, it depends on who you're having the conversation with mm-hmm. and how they define an elder, a leader, a teacher, a mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, are, do they
0: equate them as the same thing or are they separate? I do think they're separate things. I think you are talking about separate topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not... Maybe there just is not a hard and fast rule. I don't know. it says, closest I can equate to, just because it's the only other language I can speak of a bit of, is the Korean... Oh, I'm going to guess these. Sunbae-nim and Hubei-nim. A Sunbei can be anyone regardless of age, as long as they are your senior in a job or school. So like a senpai in Japanese, I guess. And then Hubei is just the opposite person with less experience so like a shidi Mm -hmm. but that's not something exactly something you can really implement to paganism or english speakers in Mm -hmm. general Mm -hmm. i just crossed languages there for a minute senpai is japanese and shitty is chinese but um there is a concept in a lot of asian languages of um like senior and junior as like socially related Mm -hmm. task specific concepts so like yeah, you're senior in a discipline or skill, you're junior in a discipline or skill, and these
1: promoting different sort of respect levels. Mm-hmm. Justin makes an interesting comment. How old is Jason Mankey? As far as I know, he is considered an elder by many folks in our community by influence. Hmm, true. But he is considered a big-name pagan. Mm-hmm. He is uh, a respected leader. He is a high priest of a couple of covens that mm-hmm. he, he leads. And the question, does that make him an elder by his experience mm-hmm. rather than his age, because what you're saying before is that an elder is someone based on really based on their age, mm-hmm. but he has been uh, recognized. Perhaps I don't know specifically if I, anybody considers him an elder. I, but, okay,
0: here's the, here's yeah. what it is. I understand what the conversation we're having. Yeah, I don't like using the word elder for it. Okay, I think it muddies the waters too much mm-hmm. because there is this age experience dichotomy right i think we need a different word than yep. elder
1: yeah because i just don't know what that word could be yeah, like that. we need
0: a respect term mm-hmm. for someone who has um influence and experience mm-hmm. in our traditions that is not elder because elder does have a specific english meaning and it is older person mm-hmm. and that meaning is important Like, especially as our pagan populations begin to age, it is important to be able to have conversations about elder pagans, Mm -hmm. where we mean old people
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not teachers, mentors and leaders. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And I think part of it, I think part of the confusion comes and part of the the struggle to what is the best word to use Mm -hmm. is because... Paganism in the United States is still relatively young.
0: Right. I think we are getting... I think... I,
1: our, I wonder our, if... Our people are just now becoming exactly. older. Like I, we have. I wonder
0: if part of the reason that elder became attached to that group of more yeah. experienced people mm-hmm. is because... We didn't those, have anybody Right. Who was... Those, the people
1: who started young yeah. became elders at the same time they were getting old. Yeah. And now... Um, You know, people like Starhawk and people like um, Silver Ravenwolf, who were pagans back in the 70s, who, you know, have paved the way uh, and are still out there still teaching Dorothy Morrison, some of the mm-hmm, others. Yeah. You know, they are now getting into their late 60s, early 70s, mm-hmm. some are in their 80s. That would be considered- They are elders in both senses. They are elders in both senses.
0: Justin says, an age-based definition though could mean a person entering paganism at 70 would be an elder and have more influence than say Serinth or Jason. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we need to decouple the concept of elders Mm -hmm. from influence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You should be able to be an elder pagan and also be a brand new pagan and have no more influence than the leaders,
1: teachers, and mentors Mm -hmm. who should not necessarily need to be elders. Right, right. And it all comes down to, I agree with you, we need a different or better term. Yeah. For for the influential mm-hmm. thought leaders, I guess. And it really is because, you know, the people who started this whole thing are now becoming elderly. Right, Exactly. And but this was the word that was being used and bantied around at the time to yeah. indicate someone who's but, been in more experience.
0: And, and 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 like we have a tendency to call new pagans baby pagans. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a term that makes the most sense when you're applying it to a teenager, right? Not mm-hmm. to someone who is 70 and just becoming right. a pagan. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, like, yeah, does, it, does it make sense to call a 70-year-old who's just approaching the craft a baby witch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that infantilizing?
1: I think so. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. and I have seen elderly honestly, pagans
1: who are offended by that characterization. Yeah, and I would honestly say it's kind of infantilizing the
0: it, to everyone, yes. to everybody. But but it's a, it's a, it feels especially ridiculous, right, mm-hmm. when you're applying it to someone who is coming to the craft later in life. Yeah.
1: And there are plenty of people mm-hmm. who are coming to the craft later in their lives and yeah. at 60 and 70 and, uh, and who should be recognized
0: as elders in an age sense, sense yeah. without having anyone expect them to be elders in an influence mm-hmm, sense? Mm-hmm. So I like truly, I am. I'm, I'm the more we talk about it, the more I'm coming down on. We need to find a new word for mm-hmm. elders in the influence sense. Mm-hmm. Dwyer says I think neophyte is better and far less disrespectful term than baby pagan. That is
1: excellent. Yeah, neophyte is, is a good one. Although it's it's good.
0: got a little bit of a um a high magic mm-hmm.
1: flair, but I don't think a bad one. Yeah, it's it's a it's a step above yeah. what we've got for baby witch mm-hmm. that's or baby pagan, definitely. And I don't obviously we're not gonna solve this issue today. No, we never do. We never do. <laughs> but, you know, As you can tell, Ode has strong opinions about language. I am
0: developing strong opinions. I didn't even know I had strong opinions about this (laughs) when we started.
1: Yeah, well, language is a tricky thing. Yeah, you know. And again, as paganism and witchcraft grow and change and get older in this country, as uh, pagans and witches. Uh, get older we do have to start redefining terms and and understanding things in a new way
0: yeah so we got to come to a conclusion on this because like the whole rest of my notes is about aging
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay well we've spent this first half Half. (laughs) uh (laughs) discussing you know what it seems like as far as the research I've done, what elder means to many people yeah, within like the Yeah, Like what the consensus is. Yeah, you know, what it and there's not really Per usual one.
0: the consensus is one I don't agree with. Yeah,
1: it it does tend to seem to mean, or at least that's what people are arguing. Yeah. Is that elder should not be used to define someone who is a respected leader or teacher or mentor. They would they, all of these people are saying they would prefer to use a term like like teacher or mentor mm-hmm. as opposed to elder. Yeah, uh, because it, it brings that connotation of someone who has gained wisdom simply by age. And that's not necessarily always the case. Yeah. Yes. They have more life experience, but that does not necessarily make them qualified to lead. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that I think is where the the dichotomy is coming
0: Rhiannon says, maybe just a call for an open discussion for finding a good new word for influential pagans who are respected but are not old. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: I I think so. (laughs) Anybody have any, like, good
0: ideas? Podcast listening audience, does anyone have a good idea for what we can call just generally in the pagan umbrella people who are influential and whose opinions we respect but who are not elderly?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or elderly. Um, Like I said, in the consensus of this particular article, they all Mm -hmm. seem to think leader. But I don't think
0: that's even completely right because, like, I don't consider Sarinth my leader. That's true. That's true. You do consider... But I consider Sarinth someone whose opinion and experience in a path very similar to mine is important and valuable to me.
1: So a mentor? Except I don't
0: receive, like, direct mentorship from Sarinth. We don't have a mentor-mentee relationship. Oh, language, (laughs) language. It's a bitch, man. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a word somewhere. It just might not be in the English language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we gotta find something. We gotta find something.
1: Okay, since we've spent the first half an hour talking yeah. about this, why don't we read a commercial? <laughs> yes, and move on. <laughs> Switch topics. Switch topics. Because <laughs> clearly we're just button into the same yep. wall. Yep. Join our Tiger Crystal at Apothecary Teas. This shop produces fragrant, aesthetically beautiful teas that delight all the senses with handcrafted tea blends from white to red to green. This week, Ode suggests Alchemist Gold with a blend of apple, strawberry, ginger, turmeric, and rose hips. Find them at apothecaryteastore.com or on Facebook at Apothecary Teas LLC.
0: Hail Dictinus! Hail
1: Dictinus! Brianna says...
0: Maybe go all the way back to Proto-Latin or Greek. Yeah, right? <laughs> and Justin says it certainly isn't in the English language. Yeah, there's got to be a word that we can use for this, but nothing is occurring to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, it you know, it's clearly a, I mean, this article was from to- 2014. And we're, we still and haven't we're, figured it out. We still haven't figured it out. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I, I do think we need to have a different way to describe somebody who is yeah. a, a a respected. Can we just call them the wise? Can mental, we call? Can we have wise? the council of the wise? The council of the wise. <laughs> and and again, it is a mantle that is not taken from by that person, but is given to them based on yeah. their activity within the community. Yeah. Whether that's the uh, community at large mm-hmm. or whether it is within their own small community. Yeah. Where like they a, have like the a most come influence. In or, yeah. Yeah. It is where you have your sphere of influence mm-hmm. and have you garnered the respect of the people around you. Yeah. You know?
0: And where you, you might be this person for one group, but not for another. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Complicated. It, it's a conundrum. It is.
0: <laughs> it's a conundrum we've spent half an hour not coming to a conclusion on. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Other than, like I said, I discovered I had strong feelings about it. it the word should not be elder. <laughs> Clearly.
1: And you would be in agreement with these people Apparently, that yeah. I am talking about. We're all saying like, yeah, we do use it this way, but we shouldn't. You're pretty much all saying the same thing. Just in slightly different words. Just in slightly different words, and they're a little less passionate. Well,
0: they're also in texts, so you <laughs> don't know. That's true. That's true. Maybe they were shouting in their heads.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me what you got. And yeah, can- so I,
0: I also wanted to talk about... The experience of the elderly pagans, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's, even though, like I said, some of our, our OG pagans mm-hmm. are now approaching or in an, mm-hmm. an elderly class. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to, I don't want to say sideline them exactly, mm-hmm. but not like, not, not always think about their perspectives or mm-hmm. um, like accessibility, things mm-hmm. like that. Um,
1: I think that's probably because in America, we don't, in this country, we don't value the elderly. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that for sure. Um, You know, we don't have that culture of respect for those who have a longer, have lived a longer mm -hmm. lifespan, who have this life experience, and who may need assistance or Mm -hmm. who, you know. Or just patience. Or just patience, Um, But, yeah, they they have a lot to offer if we'll stop and listen.
0: Because we now live in these really sort of isolated units, Mm -hmm. right? These really individualized units. Mm -hmm. And because of the way our society has fragmented Mm -hmm. like that, it's really... Like, we we no longer have the experience of, like, multi-generational families.
1: Yeah. You see, you still see it somewhere, you know. Yes, in in smaller communities.
0: Smaller communities. Especially in, like, immigrant communities tend to still be Mm multi-generational. But, like, in, especially, I'd say, majority white America, that is just not an experience that we have anymore.
1: No, it really isn't. If you do, it's relatively rare. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times you see uh, people who become a certain age- they, you know, they start getting warehoused. Yeah. You know, um, or hopefully if they're they're able, their, you know, services are provided for them to stay in their homes. Mm-hmm. But, but
0: it's, I mean, it's very expensive to be old in America. It is. That's it part is. of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, all of those resources,
0: all of that sort of what you might call end of life care mm-hmm. is very expensive. Extremely. And sometimes
1: just difficult to access. Like there are wait lists a thousand years long. Mm-hmm. And uh, if the person doesn't have the funds from like a retirement mm-hmm. or selling their house, which fewer and fewer people which have few and now, fewer people do, then the conditions in which they live are they're dire yeah, for many. Yeah,
0: I think there's a tendency mm-hmm. in the pagan community mm-hmm. for us to assume that those people are not our problem mm-hmm. because paganism is a young religion right yeah, it's yeah. a young practice and so there's a tendency for us to think like well let the churches look after those people those are their people mm-hmm. but some of them will be our people well we do have because uh, like I said we have an aging pagan we population have now an
1: aging pagan population and um you know these are people who they're going to need support mm-hmm. because you know they may not have the support of their family exactly of their children or Spouses or former spouses or mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Have cut ties with them. They may have cut ties with them because they chose to leave whatever the family religion was mm-hmm. and become pagan. And so then they reach an, an age where they might need assistance or just to be around people. Mm-hmm. And but, there's
0: no one to render it. But there's no one to render it.
1: Yeah. Especially if they were solitary mm-hmm. or, uh you know, because let's face it, they, you know, this started... In the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, mm-hmm. and all those people who... Are be- now, like, 80. <laughs> are now, yeah, they're 70, 80 years mm-hmm. old, and, um, you know, they're not all big-name pagans. Yeah. They're not yeah, all... Yeah, that's the they're thing. They're not all big A names. lot of these
0: people are going to be like, you've never heard of them before. mm mm-hmm. um, You know, they were quietly practicing
1: mm-hmm.
0: from the 60s onwards. Mm-hmm. And so they don't have a support network anymore. Yeah. So who's, like, what do we do about that?
1: Yeah. As a community, what do we do about that? Yeah. Exactly. And do we, you know, are we making sure that our spaces are accessible Mm -hmm. to to people um, who are elderly, um, but who are still practicing pagans? Mm -hmm. And I know that, um, you know, there at uh, Arts and Craft, there Mm -hmm. was at least one, maybe two, uh, but specifically one elderly pagan mm-hmm. who was very much respected and loved mm-hmm. and um you know I do know that when she became ill not that long ago she was uh you know energy was sent to her and she was you know people did what they could to assist her you know and thankfully she's still with us and she has a lot of, of wisdom from mm-hmm. life experience to share but yeah thats we she is a, a long time practicing pagan and there's other people who are, are now getting into their, you know, going into their 70s, who are experiencing, mm-hmm. you know, physical... Physical ish, disability. Physical disability due to one thing, a hip replacement mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever... And our uh, are, are L- loss of mobility, loss, of, loss ability, of balance, and are are if they are part of a coven, are those younger members stepping up mm-hmm. to render assistance to uh, transportation if they need to get to the doctor mm-hmm. or things like that? Are we stepping up as the pagan community for those who are in covens? Yeah. Um, and what about those of us who are are solitary? solitary? Are we building community to the point that we can reach out and ask for help?
0: Dwyer says, unfortunately, due to the fragmented fragmented nature of the pagan community, there isn't a social infrastructure to support the aging pagan population. And that's true. And that is exactly the problem that we're dealing with and that we're going to be grappling with increasingly Mm -hmm. as the years go by. Mm -hmm. Because the aging pagan community Mm -hmm. is only going to get bigger.
1: Yep. And like, I've been sitting here, you know, for several weeks thinking, what about, because I, I, you know, I work in a a facility that Mm -hmm. deals with people's health mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of question about you know what kind of religion do they have if they mm-hmm. get hospitalized and stuff and there's you know who's looking out for the pagans who get hospitalized yeah. you know do if, if there's a it are the are there pagan do, do they have
0: access yeah to yeah.
1: Do, to are, their religious observances exactly do well. Uh, chaplains be able to Mm -hmm. come in and perform pagan rites for them? Mm -hmm. Or will pagan priests be able to come in, in, you know, or leaders, pagan leaders Mm -hmm. of their community be able to come in and, and perform ritual or Mm -hmm. or whatever for them if they are in an end of life situation.
0: Or even if they're just hospitalized, but like they want to participate in a Sabbath or something Mm -hmm. like how, how do you arrange that? How do you make that happen?
1: And that's one of the reasons why I really love, do I have to wear black? Yeah. Um, the The book that is all about funeral practices, mm-hmm. because it is it it's giving permission to say this is what a pagan person might want, right? And how to address that with a non-pagan family, yeah, and with. Like hospital administrators yeah, and people like who may never have encountered this problem before. Mm-hmm. Even myself, I've you know, I've had to deal with doctors a lot in mm-hmm. the last few years. And the most recent one, I they were asking, you know, I was getting established with someone and they were asking me, What's your religious affiliation? And I mm-hmm. said, pagan, and they said, What is that? What does that yeah, mean? I don't they know. Had to, no idea. I don't know what to do for that. She You're not a Catholic. <laughs> put, yeah. And so she, she just put other. Uh-huh. You yeah. know? And so I was sitting there honestly thinking if I needed to have any, if I was hospitalized uh-huh. and wanted to have someone come in. To
0: have an end of life ritual performed something. or like I said, to have someone help you, come help you practice a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. How would that be
1: arranged? How would that be arranged if you don't have, if you don't have a coven mm-hmm. and you're not. Or like with, if
0: you were hospitalized during a deep non, yeah, right? And you yeah. wanted someone to help you perform like a modified deep non. Mm-hmm.
1: Who would do Who? that? <laughs> Who? Because I'm a, I'm, I'm a solitary. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know that that is. These are things that we haven't had to think about in the pagan community yeah, until comparatively recently. Until our our people have started mm-hmm. to age. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And
0: like these are not questions that have an individual answers. Right. No. These are questions that need community level yeah, answers. These
1: are community and and it's another reason why. And I know it's hard because you know we're we're across the country. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be connected by the Internet yeah. or it can be in some areas not safe to be out mm-hmm. in, yeah. in public. But, you know, I just feel like there's got to be a way that we can connect with each other. I really miss Witchbox sometimes. Oh, my God. Yes, I do, too. You know, I, I think these are things that we do need to start thinking about. And not just those of us who are older Pagans, yeah. but younger, younger pagans. pagans. Because eventually younger uh-huh. Pagans. Well, as, as, assuming they live long
0: enough, will become older Pagans. Yeah,
1: assuming you live long enough, you stay within the Pagan community <laughs> mm-hmm. and your practice and your witchcraft and whatever. Eventually you'll be in this same place. Mm-hmm. And... What you know? What the infrastructure you build now will hopefully be supporting you
0: in fifty years, and that's
1: what—that's the reason why we do it. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why we create. Well, we should also create it because we care for and have compassion for our existing elders. Yes, yes, (laughs) but that's why I'm saying is we need to start building it now Mm -hmm. because we have it. It's just not occurred to us. Yeah. Until we look and we go, oh shit, oh shit, a lot. Who's doing anything for these people? Who's doing anything for these people?
0: Dwyer says. Plus having to run up against institutionalized Christianity, especially lately where the evangelicals are losing their shit over everything outside their narrow definition of religion. Yeah, yeah. it helps to have a community organization that can do that work for you, mm-hmm. right? So that you're not a lone individual
1: having to do that work. And the problem is, again, because of the fragmented mm-hmm. nature of paganism and because we all have different paths yeah, exactly. and different understandings. Different paganisms. Different paganisms and witchcrafts. Um, it's hard to come together mm-hmm. uh, to, to build this kind of an infrastructure of...
0: Because it would have to be a multi-faith infrastructure. It
1: would. It would have to be an organization that could, or, or a group of organizations mm-hmm. that yeah. would be that willing to work together and coordinate it. And that's, that's, a that's challenging. That's a tough call. It's certainly not something I'm equipped to build. Mm, same. But doesn't mean I can't see the, the need for it be willing, at least in our own little sphere of influence, Mm -hmm. try to figure out a way, see if it is possible. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think until and unless, right, like a, like someone somewhere, or probably multiple someone's somewhere, um, step up to create that kind of organizational Mm -hmm. structure, this has to be something we handle on a small community level.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like, find the pagan elders in your specific area. Yeah. Who you can drive to the doctor's office yeah. or to ritual or whatever.
1: And the thing is, it's it's very possible that maybe some of you who are listeners who are part of a community who you you know, it just hasn't come up or you just haven't really thought about it, or your pagan elderly mm-hmm. have not brought it up. Right, have not reached out. They've not reached out And
0: I think part of the reason that and obviously I speak as a person who is not elderly, right? I'm only in my thirties. But I I can imagine based on the way our society is built, mm-hmm. that a possible reason that uh, elderly pagans may not be reaching out about this is that our society sort of shames the elderly mm-hmm. and anyone who needs extra care. Mm-hmm. Right? hmm And that's part of the, the American individualist spirit. Yeah. We've lost that
1: respect mm-hmm. for people who have... Who and, are, and compassion. And compassion for people who are well-aged. Mm-hmm. Like wine. <laughs> like wine.
0: Yep. <laughs> something else I did, and I guess it's sort of related, something I did want to talk about is there are ways to sort of celebrate aging, right? To mm-hmm. make age and entropy and the inevitable pro- an inevitable process of growing older more of a celebratory thing than like a dreaded thing, mm-hmm. even without, you know, building these social safety nets that we all need. Mm. Um like, there, I, I came across a tradition that I had
1: never heard of before called a croning ritual. Yeah, yeah I've heard of croning. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Because I thought it was sort of fascinating. Well, it's basically like a rite of passage for females, for women mm-hmm. who are reaching a certain age, mm-hmm. um, generally post-menopause, mm-hmm. and welcoming them, welcoming them into this the, concept the of being a crone, of being a... A wiser elderly mm-hmm. you know member of the elderly uh, pagans. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we don't think of ourselves as elderly, thank you very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that that it's a just like there's uh, a awakening to, you know uh, welcome you know new children or new babies into uh, is that what they call it a awakening yeah, a oh, huh. to bless um, infants. Um, and other rights it's a rite of passage basically Hmm. as, as part of aging. And we don't really have that. Uh, you know, like you've got kids who, you know, in different cultures Mm -hmm. who have a rite of passage when they go from childhood to adulthood. Mm -hmm. And so really a croning is a, you know, unfortunately I don't know that they have anything for, for men. men, I only know of croning. Or for
0: non-binary people. Or for
1: non-binary people. Um, but this this concept of croning is that you are moving from the maiden phase and or into no the maiden no sorry moving from the mother phase into the the crone the crone wise elder phase mm-hmm. yeah
0: I think that's really interesting and I what I liked about it was that from what I saw it looks like it is sort of celebratory right yeah
1: yeah it's a celebration it's you know. Huzzah! You made it, right? Like I lived long enough. I lived long <laughs> enough. I made it past menopause, uh-huh. you know, and the con, you know, and the idea is that you have uh, life experience to share mm-hmm. with those who are coming up behind you.
0: Yeah, with the matrons and maidens. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Randon says definitely doesn't help how much a good portion of our senior pagan population was probably closely related to our senior queer population. Mm -hmm. A lot of them literally died out. It's hard to have resources to support them in place when comparatively there are so few. That's true. Yeah. That is also, this is a a related problem that we definitely Mm -hmm. also see in the queer community Mm -hmm. of, um, yeah, like we lost a whole bunch of people to AIDS Mm -hmm. in particular
1: or Mm -hmm. to suicide, Mm
0: -hmm. um, or to
1: violence. Yep. I think it was Dwyer was saying, you know, especially with the the religious atmosphere mm-hmm. right now. Um, you know, there are going to be people who don't want other people to know that they're pagan or yeah. or witches just because of the dangerous climate. Yeah. Um that some religions are Fomenting right now, but some religious individuals, yeah, some religious individuals are fomenting right now. But it is still a discussion we need to have in the wider pagan community, or at least, if not the wider pagan community, at least our pagan within our within our pagan community, but also within you know just within smaller within Mm -hmm. covens and other groups where you have a you know a melange of ages. Mm -hmm. You know, you have from the very young to people who are growing older, yeah, who need assistance.
0: It can be challenging to offer that assistance when it hasn't been explicitly asked for. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, on the few occasions that I've been in a public ritual and I've seen usually an elderly pagan mm-hmm. who is struggling to participate or who has chosen not to participate because they have some kind of mobility issue or anything like that, that, that occasionally I have reached out and asked if I could bring them a cup or whatever of, mm-hmm. like, the wine that we're all supposed to go get or whatever. And I've never had that turned down. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think people are are glad that someone is thinking to ask, mm-hmm. you know. And maybe we start considering that, like, you know, in these rituals and, mm-hmm. and things like that, um, even just as a start.
0: Yeah, just if you see someone in ritual like the way you know the very classic like help a little old lady cross the road like Mm -hmm. do that but for ritual Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. if you see someone struggling with something Mm -hmm. do the ritual equivalent of helping
1: them carry their groceries yeah and maybe you know if you are in a community with some elderly pagans um you know talk to them find out what their experience obviously has been like but also Find out what their you know what are their physical needs. Mm-hmm. Do they need some assistance? Mm-hmm. Do they need a ride to the doctor? Uh, if that's something you're you're able to provide or mm-hmm. at least arrange. Yep. Um, you know or or meals if if mm-hmm. uh, you know they're homebound for a reason or or something. I mean, these are like I said, these are things that we don't necessarily think of or haven't necessarily thought of, but that could really be something that we can start doing for those in our communities who are elderly mm-hmm. or becoming that way, you yeah. know, or getting close to being elderly.
0: Yeah. Who should be starting to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it will sneak up on you. Yeah, it does. Um, and I would say, I think most people don't realize how they're aging
1: until mm-hmm.
0: it hits them with something inconvenient. Yes. yes. <laughs> until it causes
1: you a problem. <laughs> until it causes you a problem. And then you find out, are there people here... Who are going to assist mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Or am I know? on my own with this? Or am this? I on my own? Yeah. Yeah. that's a, It's a big, big question. hmm
0: And I think as pagans, we should make it our objective to be mm-hmm. the people who are there, to be yeah. the people who show up, right? And
1: I mean, as speaking as someone who's 58 years old, you know, and now single um, with two kids who are going to probably be international mm-hmm. um, at some point, I do wonder, you know, 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what my situation is going to be. Yeah. Or, what, what the plan is. What the plan is. I have no idea. Yeah. You
0: know. And Jackson and I don't have any idea at this point either because mm-hmm. we don't know
1: where we'll be yeah. in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, it's, I, I can speak as somebody who, at this age, it's weird to think about. hmm You know, and you think, oh, that, you know, I have plenty of time mm-hmm. and then I'm going to blink. <laughs> and it'll be 20 years from <laughs> it'll now. It'll be 20 years from now, you know and that's usually that's how it happens to people time just moves
0: yeah we're at the end of july now did you realize Yeah, my, that? God. <laughs> my god we're halfway through 2023
1: we're halfway through 2023 <laughs> and uh we're feels gonna be, like we just started 2020 yeah we're gonna be celebrating lunicide here uh-huh. real quick
0: anytime now anytime now <laughs> The next couple of, like the next week, I think. Yeah. So like think about how fast a year moves yeah. and then just
1: multiply that by 20. Yeah. It's, it's going to feel like no time at all. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, those are things to think about. Mm-hmm. And to start the end, if you are in, you know, a younger right. person or a middle-aged person or, um, you know, or an elderly person mm-hmm. who is in the pagan community, have you stopped to think about these things? Yeah have you reached out to ask people for assistance right have
0: you have you tried to build solutions to this into your life and what would those solutions look like for mm-hmm. you like what would be your ideal solution what do you think is an, a possible solution mm-hmm. you
1: know there's a reason they tell us to write our wills mm-hmm. like as soon as you become an adult yeah these are these are things we need to yeah. talk about and as we have a pagan population that is aging. aging
0: yeah and i don't think it has to be a downer necessarily no. it just has to be like We'll, we have realistic.
1: Be, it needs to be realistic and we need to be willing to think about it and talk about it. Yeah. And because if
0: we let it make us so uncomfortable that we don't discuss it, we mm-hmm. end up in this catch-22 yeah. where we're completely unprepared when yeah. the time comes.
1: Because as as I've mentioned, you know, I've, I've been talking to and seeing a lot of elderly people mm-hmm. in the last few months because of my job mm-hmm. and my big question mark, now I haven't run into any pagans, but I know that there are that they exist. They exist. It's you know one of we're one of the fastest growing groups mm-hmm. of spiritual, you know, peoples mm-hmm. out there. So even if they're not being represented right now in the elderly population, mm-hmm. eventually they will be. Yeah. Eventually they will be. And will they have access? Uh, will they have advocates? And will they have advocates for them at that time when they need it? Yeah. That's that's something to think about right now. Yeah.
0: Because by the time we need it, it's going to be too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure for for some it already has been. Yeah. Like I said, we're not here with answers. We're just here asking questions. Asking the
1: questions and hopefully uh, encouraging conversation. Because mm-hmm. I know we have some covens who listen. I know. Yeah, I know we do. So maybe this is a discussion that y'all need to start having within your groups. Yes. Yeah. Even if it's just for your Even group. Even just for your group. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be for the wider. Yeah. I think.
0: But just, you know. Figure out what the solution looks like for your group, and then maybe share what that solution looks like so that exactly. other people can learn from you. Exactly,
1: I think we do, and especially in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that's going to have to start small. It's yeah. going to have to start with individuals, local, and yeah, it has to start local. It has to start with individuals who have their own little community, their own little circle of influence, mm-hmm. who have their own coven's, their own groups, mm-hmm. you know, and then ultimately, hopefully, share as you as you mentioned yeah. with others. And hopefully it becomes something that starts spreading within the wider pagan community Mm -hmm. through the smaller actions of others.
0: Yeah. So going back a little bit to our elders versus whatever word we come up with (laughs) conversation. (laughs) Yep. um, Ran said, now I'm just going to be on a kick looking up different words. Already found one I've never heard before. Still slightly age-based, but more so skill-based than elder called Dayan. Uh, the first definition is the senior or eldest member of a group. But the second definition, the colloquial definition, is a leading light or exemplar of a particular practice or movement. Oh, I like the word exemplar. Uh, they were saying even exemplar is a good word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I, I, would, I would not be opposed necessarily to calling the people we now call elders. Like, I would not be opposed to calling Starhawk an exemplar of mm-hmm. her practice.
1: Because she is. Exactly.
0: Like, that, mm-hmm. that, it would be accurate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rannon says, to that point though, Ode, why I do think we should find some sort of new word, we at no point actually know when we will die. Any Mm. and all of us could be in our elder era just because we don't know that tomorrow may be our last. Age doesn't have to be tied to how skilled, wise, influential you are in your community. And I definitely disagree with discounting someone's opinion just because they're younger than an actual elder. Be respectful to all members of your community till they give you a reason not to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good comments, Rhiannon.
1: Yep, yep, absolutely.
0: Because, yeah, you will find sometimes there are are physically young people Mm -hmm. who have... A lot of maturity and wisdom. Exactly, who have extremely valuable ideas Mm -hmm. to share.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't discount them because of their age. exactly. just
0: because they have less life. Just experience, Just because we right? have less life experience, they don't have gray hair. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as we as we mentioned, having extra life experience doesn't necessarily make you wise. Mm-hmm. It gives you that more that that life experience mm-hmm. and that's valuable in a specific way. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same thing as wisdom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or of having something useful to say. Mm
1: -hmm. And again, going back to what uh, has been mentioned earlier, I think um, an exemplar. Somebody who has that. I actually really like that. I like that word too. I think somebody who would be considered an exemplar of their path Mm -hmm. or their spirituality. Again, it is something that is earned, and is conferred upon them by the opinions of others. Yeah, it is bestowed. Yeah, it is not something that they take on themselves. Yeah, It is something that is bestowed on them based on... It's earned. Yeah, it's earned, and it's based on what other people, how they uh, go to them, how they respond to them, how they learn from them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I really do think that that is something. And it comes over time, and how they have... What they have done, whether it's in the small community, the larger yeah. community what their place is. What in their, their place path is. And in their community. Exactly. And it's based on what they've what they've done, how yeah. they've learned, what they've told what they've, what, shared. what they've shared. Perhaps sometimes what they've not shared. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, there's uh, integrity has mm-hmm. to be involved with it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that need to be involved, mm-hmm. I think, before someone is bestowed with this concept yeah of being an exemplar of their path
0: yeah but i yeah i i really like it because like i said thinking about the people who today a, a lot of us would call elders mm-hmm. who we would call teachers or mentors mm-hmm. it would feel correct to call those people exemplars mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and i would include speaking to justin's question earlier jason I, exactly i was
0: just thinking like In that- jason mankey i would not feel weird calling an exemplar of his path exactly that would that would feel correct to me
1: mm-hmm. there's a a number mm-hmm. of
0: those big name pagans yeah and there are a few not big name pagans I'm thinking of who I'm thinking yeah that person would be an exemplar of their path a, I would absolutely. I would not feel
1: weird calling them that exactly I have two in mind right uh-huh. now.
0: huh yeah Ranon says "exemplar" is the word for now, as far as I'm concerned, till someone finds something better. And I'm definitely not just agreeing because it gives me an out to not go down a research rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's a great, uh, a great word, and yeah, I no. think it really does define. Yeah, it 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 a it, little better. I feel like it more accurately sort of summarizes. Yeah, what we mean. Yeah. It's like leader, mentor, person who has traveled their path and learned and grown and taught right. others, and it all kind of encompasses yeah those those various traits, characteristics, and experiences.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I like I like exemplar. At for least this. in our
1: little three part right, world, yes. we're gonna start calling we're them exemplars. Start calling them <laughs> exemplars. <laughs>
0: we'll see if it catches on. I doubt it. <laughs> That's right,
1: Council of Exemplars. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit. Oh, it sounds. But doesn't it sound good
0: though? <laughs> it sounds very important. <laughs> it does.
1: It sounds very important. Oh my god!
0: Uh, right. all right. We okay. should we should wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. It's nine o'clock. <laughs> yep. We have we've cycled back to our original conversation. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. I think we're done. I think we've reached. Every, I think we've reached the zenith. Uh huh. Ooh, good word. Thank zenith. you. Excellent. Thank you. All thank right. You.
0: <laughs> um, so you can find us on Google. Mm-hmm. If you Google the number three and the words Pagan Sunday Cat or the number three and the letters P-A-A-C. You can also find us on the internet by typing the number three and the words PaganSundayCat.com into your web browser. That will take you to our website where we have links to a variety of things, including our Redbubble, where you can get merch, and our Patreon, where you can support us. Mm-hmm. And you will not find a link to Gwyn's TikTok, but you should look that up. Because she enjoys it very much. Just Gwen
1: three-pack on TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she You'll makes, find
0: me. She makes frequent little videos on the TikToks. Speaking of which, I need to make one soon. Okay. <laughs> so I think that is all we have to say. Yep. So
1: goodbye.